This is Mythos from Team Skunk Republic, and you are listening to the Shattered Order Podcast. You're listening to the Shattered Order Podcast. Looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting? You've found the podcast you're looking for. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. He doesn't like you. And Rim Killer Inc. I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. We wanted men. I have the death sentence on 12 systems. I'll be careful. You'll be dead! This week, we're doing it live. Paplu and Logray are incoming with Wicket following right behind them. And not in a creepy stalker's way. We talk about this week's update, marquee events, Reddit, and more coming up. Hello and welcome to the 54th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend Wink. Look at that beautiful face. What's going on? <laughs> Delay. We're- yeah, we're having, uh, well, this is a bit of a test, obviously. This is our first live uh, look at the podcast, and uh, yeah, I was trying to bring up the chat, and it had two different audios going in my ear. It's very confusing. So. <laughs> you gotta you gotta mute that uh, that live stream. Uh, You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Well, what's going on, dude? Not a lot, same as always. Uh, drinking some delicious scotch. I can actually show y'all what I'm drinking this time. It's very exciting. Uh, having a glass with Death Star ice, of course. How else would I have it? What about I'm you? I'm not going to lie. That looked like you found that bottle in the ocean. Really? <laughs> no, it's all... It's an elegant bottle. No, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not saying finding it in the ocean wouldn't be delicious, but, you know... Gotcha. I got a little bit of this. Some Angry Orchard, my favorite. That's some pretty so, good stuff. Uh, I'm going to be down on that tonight. And uh, for all of those watching the live stream, uh, make sure you tell all your friends that listen to the audio version just how sweaty I got over the course of this episode because now you're all going to see what the sauna is really all about. So <laughs> enjoy that. Very exciting. For everyone, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. For sure. So, we got some interesting stuff this week. Some not, not, nothing too uh, surprising, but nonetheless, a lot of information. So, yeah. Why don't we jump right into it? What do you say? Sounds like a plan. All right, sweet. All right, so this week in Swagaga... 
Actually, that's the website. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. First things first, Beyond the Forest Ewok Flash events. So, Blink, this is what it said on their thing. And I, there's some stuff in here that seems odd compared to, like, what the actual event is. And I'll tell you what it is once I get through it. But Blink and you'll miss it. Flash events have returned. If you're new to flash events, here's a quick primer. Flash events last for one to two hours and repeat several times over a few days. This time around, your Ewoks answer the call of battle in this multiple-tiered event. Power up your squad and earn gear as you contend with Imperial enemies, bounty hunters, and droids. The triple threat. The true might of your small squad is tested in the final and difficult bonus tier, so be sure to be ready. Now, flat, this is my favorite part. Flash events last for one to two hours and repeat several times over a few days. If those few days are three days apart, then yes, you are correct. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, okay, how long do you think this thing's going to last? Uh, how many weeks do we have the last Flash event? Two weeks, approximately? Last Flash event was, yeah, about two weeks ago. Hmm. So. I don't know. I don't remember them being days apart, so. No, I think they were three days apart last time every three, you know, every three days. But I'm assuming that they'll continue into August a little bit. The infamous August. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope they do, because three doesn't seem like enough, especially when you start looking at this, right? So it starts on July 22nd, and uh, so that's next Saturday. And the last day of the first indoor escalation marquee event ends on the 22nd. So the only way to have five Ewoks for the bonus tier is to have... Uh, that first Ewok from the first marquee event. So that would only give you how many days? Six days. <laughs> Six days to uh, get the that fifth Ewok up to do the bonus yep. tier. And unless you're a pay-to-play player, the odds of you finishing that is uh, not very good. So well, if it doesn't thing- go into August, then a lot of people aren't finishing that bonus tier. Yeah. And one thing to think about is it may be worth paying to get, you know, those characters up on that bonus tier if the rewards are the same as last time. Because uh, Furnace and Stun Cuffs plus some Zetas, pretty hard to beat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, There's a lot of nice little reward changes here in the past few days, so I'm kind of excited about that. Yep. Yes. So, not sure how to work. Phoenix required three Phoenix squad to unlock different tiers. So, looking back at the last event, right? You have... You had the three tiers and then the bonus tier. And for the first three tiers, it was a mixture of three Phoenix members to unlock the different tiers. So, I'm kind of curious if it's going to be the same way for the Ewoks. And maybe at least one of those tiers will have three Ewoks that everyone already had, so they can at least do one of them. Yep. I don't know. What do you think? I really don't know. It's it's hard to say. I mean, we haven't... I mean, Flashman's haven't been around that long, and... 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, dude. It'll it'll be. I just hope I can at least do one of them. If it only lasts three days, I better be able to beat one of the tiers. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm sure it'll last a lot longer than you know, just three times. But we will see. I'm assuming it'll be at least two weeks. I think we'll get probably ten attempts at it at least. Otherwise, I mean, it's not really helping you with a gear crunch if it's just giving you a few pieces of gear three times. It's not entirely worth it. All right, so let's talk about that real fast. Do you think that these flash events have helped the gear crunch at all, the last two? Um, I mean, not at all. I think they have a little, but like the way we thought they might. You know what I mean? mean, (laughs) To some extent, yes. Um, Not as much as people wished it would, though, which I think is part of the problem. Um, There's... I mean, there's a lot of gear that people need. It would be nice if it was actually a little bit more consistent in giving you the gear that you actually want. Like, if you could pick it or something. Because I feel like I always get the stuff that I've already got that I don't really need. But it don't really matter. I mean, it's you're getting something that's pretty rare. Like, I mean, what is it? From the third tier last time, it was stun guns, stun cuffs. Um... Hollow projectors and something else purple. I don't remember what. I think the best one so far has been that first flash event in tier three where you got that purple piece. You got five of those purple pieces that were actually fully crafted. 20 pieces of salvage. Yeah, it was like getting 100 purples. Yeah, you'll never need them again. <laughs> yeah. At least not for a long time, that is. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, the next thing after the Flash event they talked about was the two marquee events. Now, it's kind of surprising to us compared to what we were guessing last week, because we were saying they had two of them on the calendar, and it was... We were thinking that one would be Logray and Paplu, and then the other would be Wicket, right? But the... That is not it. So I don't know... Yeah. So the first one is... Who's the first dude? Paplu from July 20th to 22nd. Yep. And the second one immediately following that will be Low Gray from July 22nd to 24th. So they still got another weekend to introduce Wicket in... What month is this? July? So they got another weekend after that. They'll probably announce it there for Wicket. I heard somewhere that Wicket was coming in like a special marquee event on July 27th. So it's going to be a marquee event, just modified, whatever that means. Yeah. Well, once we get a little further into these patch notes, I've got some ideas on what modified means. I don't know how different from a marquee event it's going to be, but it's definitely got some interest to the wording. For sure. Well, let me just read their uh, wording from the... From the patch notes. So it says, Strange invaders have leveled a nearby village and encroached on Ewok territories. Join forces with the newest Ewoks to join Galaxy of Heroes, Paplu and Logray. Earn their respective shards and familiarize yourself with each new Ewok's respective abilities as you contend with various troopers. Keep your guard as something more roams the forest seeking you out. So, something's going on there. What's the more... What it is. That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, when I think of something roaming the force, I think of an ATST. 
Yeah, exactly. That was my thought. So I'm kind of wondering, like, is it... We'll get to that. So let's get down to the the end here and talk about those things. But okay. for now, we know that next week we get Paplu and Logre over the 20th to the 24th. So, level banded events. So they also went into this new thing. I mean, I guess it's not new. They've been using it on Flash events. But they're going to level band marquee events also like Flash events are so that everyone can beat them and get the characters. Now, when you think about a Flash event, you think... My first thought is characters that I borrow that don't have abilities or mods. That's my first thought, right? You ever think that, right? Yep. But then the other part to it, right, is I just picked up that bottle and didn't even take a drink. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so... I thought, got to thinking about this. I don't think that they can give us borrow a hero for marquee events because you're allowed to use your whole squad, right? Your whole collection. So unless it turned everyone in your collection into a borrow a hero, that part is not part of the level banding, I don't believe. Was it, weren't sense? marquee events the ones where they give you the characters, though? Yeah, it's the one, that's the one where they give you him as a sixth, him or her Sorry, PG here. The, him or her as a uh, as the uh, ally character, and then you use your team. So I just don't see any way that they could borrow a hero for all five of your main team. You know what I mean? Well, okay. I I was thinking on the um, what the hell you got the Phoenix event that like the first few phases you used uh, characters that were given to you, and then you used characters that were yours, right? Is that it? Maybe that's it. But I thought it was every every level. You know what? You're probably right. I can't It's been so long. Time. What was the last one? ISC? Gar? I think that was the last yeah, uh, marquee probably. event. It's been a while. Yeah, so... Uh, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, I don't really... I... It's cool that they're making it easier for the lower players to get these characters because, as we saw with the Phoenix event, they can come back and bite you in the butt later if you weren't able to get that last tier of a marquee event because you're level 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. They level banded the events or the marquee events for lower players. So, I in just, the end, I that's just remembered thing, something I that I totally came up with in my own head that did not read anywhere. But Fulcrum Ahsoka was actually the last Marquee event. Oh, yeah, that's right. Good call. So They should have done a Marquee event for POW. No. No. I'm sorry. That would have been terrible. (laughs) Yeah, he's already bad enough. At least then I would have got to use him. (laughs) Yeah, yet I've never touched him. Not gonna lie. I am farming him, though. What? I'm, I'm trying right. to get well. every character from all the stores completely farmed. That's my current goal at the moment. It's not uh. a very exciting goal, I'll be honest. <laughs> Good luck. There's a lot of bad ones in there. Yeah. So, yes, we could have seen how bad, but I don't need to see how bad to not farm them. So. That's fair. That's why I'm going after Stormtrooper, because he's awesome. Yeah. You know. <laughs> There's probably some 
crazy dude out there that thinks that they can actually make POW awesome, but I highly doubt it. That guy but, would have to be off his freaking rocker. That's, that's all I know. No doubt about it. <laughs> Full show. Anyway. New mod packs. Yeah. I thought this was interesting, right? So I'm looking this was at a big the... Surprise. Uh, it was a kind of a surprise, but it wasn't really one that was too exciting after we broke it down. Right? Not not for us, but I think there is a, a pretty large segment of the player base that will really find these super useful. If they don't have them unlocked, for sure. Yes. If you have them unlocked, definitely not. Absolutely. So, First thing, right, it was said was happy mod anniversary. And that made me wonder how close to the actual anniversary this this mod pack actually is. So I went back and I looked for 7.12 of last year. And guess what? (laughs) This patch went out on the exact one year anniversary of mods. So it really was the anniversary of mods. Very cool. Everyone would rather forget that day. So I don't know if it's the the anniversary of it, you know them being nerfed or if they actually came in. But it was a good day for some, not a good day for others. Uh, I don't remember how many crystal I spent that day, but I loaded up, and for like three days I was king of the arena. It was great. <laughs> and they nerfed them to hell. Yep. So these things can be purchased up to five times a day for each set. So five times, let's just round up by one, make them a thousand dollars, a thousand crystal packs. That's five thousand crystals, or let's say a crap ton of money, and you can buy all all of them every set. That's a lot of money for yes. a lot of not a lot of mods. Yep. Shows up when you hit level seventy, so you get. Uh, Right when you get mods, these things are available to you. Which, like you said, for some people that don't have these things unlocked, will be good for them. But for for those of us like you and me who have the, all the sets unlocked yep. and can do it Not much it. more effectively, this is a terrible deal. So, and there's the best part: for nine thousand, for nine hundred ninety nine crystals, you there's still a chance you get four star mods. Like, it's. I think at least the very least it should be six five star mods for that price. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, four and five star. There's a slight difference, but if it gives you a speed secondary, which is the only damn thing you care about anyway, it don't really matter. But it will matter if you're going to use it on a ship, on a uh, pilot. That's so. That's totally true. Yes, but. I mean, and since I love ships so much, I'm putting them on every pilot. I'm just saying. So, mm, understandable. Now, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. So, I wrote down that I did some maths. So, why don't you break down the maths? Well, the maths on this, uh, I'm not entirely sure that you did all the maths correct. Can you do me a favor? I need you to pull your phone out really quick, go to those mod store things, and look and see if it's actually six mods. I was thinking it was like seven mods that you got for 999 crystals. 
But uno momento. Anyway, so for nine hundred ninety nine crystals, you get X number of mods, four or five star of a mod set. You are guaranteed at least one gold, which is pretty golden. Now, if you take those nine hundred ninety nine crystals and spread them out over three days, you can get a thousand and eighty energy. For the three 100 refreshes per day. And with those, you can get 67 and a half mods over three days for the same price. And I assume that's only 900 crystals. Because if you do another refresh, if you add a mirror crystal to it, you get, you know, what? Seven or eight more. So that's over 70 mods you can get for the exact same price. Like, that is literally ten times the mods. You're not guaranteed anything, <laughs> but I think it's totally worth it. And yes, it yeah. is seven mods for 999 crystals. Yeah, you got it right. So there's one extra thrown in with the full set. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll get that uh, F-bomb in there for you guys later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, so, I'm not sure. I've always wondered, this is something I'm just now thinking about, if the chances of having a secondary, of a secondary actually being speed versus being something else, I wonder if those are all balanced equally or if it's kind of weighted away from speed and towards something else. Because I feel like... Potency, tenacity, and protection, I feel like I get those on a lot of mods. Tenacity, protection, and potency, you said? Yes. I get a lot of crit chance, too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Those are the too. main secondary. I see. I feel like I get a lot of crit chance, a lot of potency, uh, straight stat protection. I don't see it too much tenacity, I don't think. I yeah, don't I feel like I do. Anyway, like I would really like to know if those are those all have the same chance or not, and then like be able to figure out, you know, what the chance of getting each color mod is and all that stuff. So you'd be able to, you know, do some maths on it and uh, figure more out, maths. yeah, more maths and see what the chances of you actually getting a speed increasing secondary is, because that just sounds mm-hmm. kind of fascinating. Maybe anyway. you need to start a spreadsheet. Well, yeah, I kind of, uh, I mean, the previous podcast, the uh, up until now, the only out of order podcast that we've had that was on mods, <laughs> which, by the way, I'm still yeah. planning one on how to beat Galactic War. Stay tuned. Uh, resistance. The, eh, boring. <laughs> Actually, no, I like resistance. They're so much better than those. Those people that are copied, uh, I, I can't even say their name. Anyway, they're way better than those guys. But it's Spanish, clones. Clone. Uh, I I can't finish the word. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you almost did. I almost. I think you did. just missed the S. I restrained. I, I restrained. Think you just missed the S. Uh, whatever. On to the <laughs> next point. Charge shuffle. Oh yeah. So a lot of people have been waiting for this one. Knew it was probably coming soon, so it is here. Gar Saxon. I mean, I'm kind of excited about where they put them because 
They're not just hard nodes, so that's cool. But Gar Saxon is now in Cantina 8E, and Imperial Super Commando is now in Cantina 8D. So right next to each other there on the 8s, right behind those peeps. What do you got? Uh, Death Trooper. Who else am I missing on those first few? Remember? Uh, in the yeah. last few, you mean? Yeah, so right before the two they just put in. I know it was Death Trooper. Uh, isn't Anakin there? He might be. I guess it really doesn't matter. It don't. But Cantina 8E and 8D, uh-huh. Gar Saxon and Imperial Super Commando. And the Gauntlet Starfighter is in the fleet store, so it's on Whoa. the second row in the middle spot. Hey guys, look at this. Can you see can you see that? Kinda. Something keeps wow. Activity. You ever seen that happen? I haven't. Stop breaking it. If you're listening to just the, the podcast, I'm showing a really weird glitch that I just got um, while trying to check something. Like, this is kind of freaky, making it very difficult. You to should check post it on Reddit. Maybe I should. People love that. Oh, uh, they love it when you do that. Sith Trooper, Sith Assassin. They're on um, 8B and 8C. Ah, there you go. So Death Trooper, Sith, the two Siths, and now the. Saxon and Imperial Super Commander. But Gauntlet Starfighter is in the fleet store before many other ships that people want. (laughs) But he's on the second row in the middle spot. So actually, that's not too bad, I think. I think that one's actually a pretty good spot for him. He's not competing with really anything. I don't even know what else is on that middle spot. So it's not so bad. Nothing I'm farming, that's for sure. Yeah. So, are you going to farm this one? Well, I guess you'd need to farm the other two guys, too. Yeah, probably not. Not much. <laughs> I am farming uh, I, from ships. I am farming TIE Advanced, Pose Ship, and uh, that's pretty much it. That and Zetas. You farming anything from there? Turret, Ezra, TIE Advanced, Rex... Uh, Slave what, One. Well, do you mean Rex's ship? Yeah. Okay. Rex's ship. Sorry. Want to make sure. <laughs> I got my Rex is to the max. All right. Just saying. Fair enough. I got all my cloness up there. Ooh. <laughs> it's it's a shame the soundboard is not working this week because I would be playing the freaking booing sound every time you say clone. The C word. (laughs) You did it. I heard you. I didn't finish it. I did not finish it. Anyway. So damn close. Anyway. All right. Last thing. Ahsoka Tano Fulcrum is now in Chromium Packs and Standard Shipments. I have not not seen her in Standard Shipments, but if I do, I may have to buy some of those shards. Someone convinced me to start buying bays, so now I'll actually start looking for them. Because I'm getting tired of how freaking slow that one hard note is. I would, wouldn't mind moving on to something else. Yeah. So. But, now for the really exciting news, which will be happening in about three hours and ten minutes from now. So and I'll probably be awake, so I'll be doing something it. Something actually but. changed about this since our last podcast. 
Originally, it was supposed to be just the Military Might event. However, as we learned from Reddit, which we may or may not get to, uh, they posted Military Might in the game, and that's not the event it was supposed to be. So rather than just redacting that and adding the event that was supposed to be, they left Military Might and added the other event. So... We get two assault battles. Very exciting. The double deuce. I love it. This is going to be awesome. And I I think I have the people to beat both of them. So it's Empire and Ewoks slash what? I don't know. Ask McMole. Is it <laughs> Clones? <laughs> I think so. Damn, I tried. I tried to get you. Salt battle. I'll so the that. rewards were updated. You get ship ability mats, ship training do- doids. Avoid the doids. That's for you 80s kids. How many bears have you had up until now? Well, this one's empty and this one's full. So one. That's okay. I'm on three. I, this is the second one on the show. <laughs> And uh, I had one before. Well, you'll know when I hit three and, because you'll hear my wife come in. Well, you, you sound a little rough at this point, but that's beside the point. She can hear me. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Ship ability match. Ship training droids. Four shards of a non-pilot Empire character. Mm-hmm. And five shards of a pilot Empire character. And four blueprints of that pilot's ship. Cool. So, a... Already an upgrade. Yep. But then you move into the next part of this, which makes it even more awesome. So here you go. New characters, ships added. Darth Vader is now a reward. So for those low-level players that don't have him seven-star, that's pretty huge because finding his shards is like finding Easter eggs. So you got that one. Tie advanced. So now you got you can you got a chance to get in those tie advanced. So that's good. You get uh, Gar Saxons in there now, along with Imperial Super Commander Ooh. and the Gauntlet Starfighter. Yes. But the more interesting one is the TIE Reaper. Very exciting. Is added to this. So yes. Can't get it anywhere else, but if you beat this event, you have a like one in five ship chance of getting the TIE Reaper. Yep. So. And one thing with the TIE Reaper, I mean, you're not going to get enough shards to really do anything with, so hopefully it becomes farmable soon, but, I mean, every little bit helps, right? Yep, exactly. So, it might be a little bit closer than when they finally do release it, but as far as I've heard, they are planning to release, like, Kylo's ship, the TIE Reaper, and I think one other when they come out with more ship content. So, you know what? I have an idea. So let's listen to this. What if those three ships are in the Territory Battle store? Ooh, I could totally see that. Wouldn't surprise me at all. They throw them in there? If that's the case, damn it, we better see Territory Battles in August. And I don't mean October, I mean August. (laughs) Not October, August. August, August. Yes. Something's going on back there. This next one's pretty cool. I really like this. Environment update. It's almost like a whole new game mode. Did you pop it too? Yes. Look at that. Love it. (laughs) Thanks, Joy. (laughs) Environment update. 
added 13 environments from different events. So things from the marquee events, the tournaments, the assault battles, into the rotation for Arena and Galactic War. So that's pretty sick, I'd say. Pretty excited about that. Two of my favorite one is the Camino landing pad. It is. That one's pretty sweet. Freaking awesome. Yep. That and the Sith Temple. And the The Sith Temple's awesome. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And the beach. They're, they're all really good. That will the beach, right? Yeah. It's gonna start giving people tournament flashbacks. I know when I saw it the first time I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. How many hours straight did I look at this damn beach? We had uh, somebody who I'm, I'm not sure who it is, uh, but they mentioned that the Palpatine throne room is their favorite, and I have to admit that one's really good as well. That's the one from the Palpatine event, right? Yes. With the window in the background? Yep. Yeah, that's pretty the sick. The Death Star, basically? Yep, exactly. Pretty sweet. So I'm not keeping up very well with this. You're not keeping up well with what? Oh, sorry. I'm trying to bring the notes up. Jeez. Show them here so people know what we're talking about. Well. Jeez. <laughs> you're talking about the bug fixes? Because we could totally There were some bug fixes. The biggest bug that... fix ever that was so frustrating. I hated seeing Gerald Kenobi attack someplace that nobody else was attacking. It drove me nuts. They finally fixed that damn thing. I'm so excited. He's like your drunk friend when you're all walking down the sidewalk who starts walking into the street. Yeah. He's like, no, bud. We're over here. Come on, bud. Get over, get out of the street. Why are you running over there? <laughs> Come on, bro. But yeah, I saw that. I'm like, I, I hadn't seen anyone talk about it since it happened but every time i i knew everyone had to know about it because every time i use that ability he's like jumping off in the left field when yeah. the ball's flying to right field well but so, what's worse is I'm glad they I, fixed that. I don't get to see it that often thanks to that son of a bitch freaking thrawn he always fractures kenobi and i never get to use that freaking ability it feels like it's irritating <laughs> as hell my, uh, you know how I get away from that? I keep that from happening. How? I don't fight Thrawn. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, well, that would be nice if there weren't, you know, so many Thrawns that I had to fight through. <sighs> <laughs> I thought you were swimming in a Thrawnless pool. That changed. I thought that was what was going there on. Were thrones, there oh. were a lot of Thrawns now. It's frustrating. I'm running some oddball team that is actually doing better than expected, but still, yeah. I'm still on the fence on that whole Barris Zeta thing. I've been trying to decide all week. Can't decide. Yeah, I I, I zated someone this week. Really? Surprise, Dude. surprise. Finn, I'm loving that oh. resistance team. Man, you know, just go off the rails here for a second from bugs. All but, right. Uh, <laughs> the, I hate Galactic War with passion. It's just, I get to the end, and it's just something I do not want to bang my head against the wall for 30 to minutes 
30 to 40 minutes as opposed to the 10 to get there. So I usually just restart at the end and go about my day. But I've been, I've got my resistance team to gear 10 now and Zated and modded up. And I love Galactic War right now. I will go through and beat the whole thing in like 15 minutes without sometimes without even taking damage. It's amazing. I love it. Huh. And the so much so I did two Galactic Wars back to back yesterday because it was that fun. That's dedication from you. I mean, that's That's from me for sure. Everyone else is like I do that all the time on Guild War day, but Guild War Galactic War whatever. <laughs> anyways awesome team i love it i'm getting geared it up and the main reason i did that was just because i knew more characters were coming but the fact that they're super fun to play makes it even better so yep for sure no sparrow we were never on the rails to begin with good call i i was uh, I was actually looking on the soundboard. I was going to hold it up here and play something, like if I had like a train sound, but nothing. <laughs> You'll have that ready next week. It's all yeah. good. We'll, we'll get it fixed. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. One more bug fix that we talked about being a bug last week, so pretty Thank fast. Uh, this is very exciting. Fast fix there. Yeah, so Tebow's stealth takedown will now remove turn meter after dealing the damage. So that 5% turn meter that he was getting after Tebow took all of it away is not there anymore. Thank God. So it's not <laughs> a huge difference, but it's a difference and it could be the difference between clearing and not clearing. So I'm very happy to see this and I still have not paid much attention. I mean, up until two days ago, I was running a Jedi team and I haven't noticed like, when Qui-Gon's turn meter reduction versus damage actually takes place. I'm really curious. Like, I feel like I have to know this. Jin's? I I was using Jin today in my Tebow team, and hers is after, or before. So she does her turn meter, and then he gains 5%. Okay. So I don't know why Tebow is different and they moved him back. Maybe because that's just what people were used to and people don't like change. And I know I didn't myself, but Jen still will give her five percent, give the Rancor five percent after she takes it from him. So yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Interesting. But what's ahead? This is the part where we kind of were theory crafting on what these. The wording from that flash event and everything else is going into. So let me just read it and then we can talk about it. First up, there were two sentences. This is the first one. Wicket rounds, Wicket rounds out this Ewok invasion as he makes it onto the terrain of battle. And the second one says, there's no rest for our weary warriors. Larger threats roam the forest. Larger threats roam the forest. What's larger than an Ewok? Just about everything. The Redwoods of California? <laughs> yeah. An that ant? they're fighting in? I mean... An ant. An ant. They're tiny like little guys. Like my aunt? Like your, your dad's sister? 
I don't even know where you're going with this, but... <laughs> That's your aunt, right? Official prediction. Okay. Hit us, hit us, wink Adamus. I think that it's going to be... Actually, I don't know. Did you have a prediction? I do think an ATST is going to be involved because that's the only thing that makes sense. But with it being a modified marquee event, I'm not exactly sure what I think it's going to be. I, when this first came uh, out, before we knew it was a marquee event, I was really, really hoping for like a mini raid, like a one I phase raid. Too. That would have been awesome. That was going to award Wicket Shards. Yeah, basically, that would have been awesome. Because the idea of mini raids sounds awesome. And I really hope that they're in territory battles, but they could also move those out of territory yes. battles just to be something that you uh, you grab. Well, you so, and I are both pretty confident that mini raids are going to be a part of territory battles, right? Yeah, with so many stage of those, stages of those territory battles, I would think that at least they couldn't really throw a regular raid boss in them so i think that maybe one or two of them would probably have something like that in it for sure you know yep so cool yep we'll see what happens they've been doing really well with the communication still this week so hopefully we get a little more information on that next week and it makes rolling through these podcasts awesome because we haven't even finished the game update and we're at 40 minutes. <laughs> we talk a lot. Because that's how we roll. But calendar events. So we already said Ewok marquee events start on Thursday the 20th. So Papaloose 20th through 22nd. And Logray is 23rd through 24th. So get your Ewoks. And uh, then Wicket on... The 27th. Tentatively. Tentatively, is yes. It? Yeah, so there we go. It was stated 27th. by a dev, so we can take it with not as much salt as we would usually take these sorts of things. Yep. All right, well, Assault Battles, Military Might, and Forest Moon running concurrently starting on the 15th. So midnight tonight when we're recording this podcast, both of them are starting. Now, here's the weird part to me. The Ewok one ends on the 16th and the Military Might ends on the 17th. So you're going to an extra restart on the Military Might one that you're not going to get with the Ewoks. Interesting. That knows that. Which is kind of weird because you would think that they want to give you the rewards for the Ewoks three times since it's Ewok month and not the Empire. But You would think. I'm going to look at my phone right now. That's, Dude, this is still coming up. It drives me crazy. Force restart. You'll be good to go. Yeah, probably. Flash events start next Saturday, the 22nd. So those will run the 22nd. 25th and 28th according to the calendar cool so that is next saturday and then also next weekend during the marquee events you also have omega battles on saturday and sunday hold on the uh flash events the dates that they line up to that should lead right into one being on the first of august correct uh let me bring up this calendar right quick 28. I'm sure you're totally 9th, prepared with 30th, the calendar. 31st. No, I just brought it up. But it's 
that would mean the next one would be on the 31st. So. Oh. Well, never mind. That was a good thought, but the three-day thing doesn't add up that way. Huh. Yeah, that would be the 31st. I'm like, is my math right? Can I really add three to things and be right here? I yeah, mean, your math be. could be off. Let's be honest. Probably is, but we're going to pretend that it's right spot on. So That's fair. Understandable. I won't judge. <laughs> it's all good. So, that's it for the events this week. But now, we move into a little more fun and something rising like a phoenix from the ashes. Ooh. Is this, it came from Reddit section. And, uh, I, I mean, I was sitting there with my fist just pounding the chest of this segment in that last episode when we said it was just dead. And uh, suddenly... It's come roaring back, and I don't understand. That's an understatement. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, man. I'm going to start off with the last one on our show notes because I think it's freaking hilarious. So if you go to the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes Reddit and you go to the right side, scroll down and check out the awesome paint pictures of the devs that are now there. You'll find Inraj. I'm not really a Jedi. And go look at his comment history because there was a day where he must have had the day off and was drunk. <laughs> it's because the only the explanation. Com- he was going off and it was... I don't know if it's just because it's like, oh, he's a dev and he's making all these off-hand, offhand comments and jokes that made it hilarious, but... That day was pretty funny, and I re- Cap Gasp also said that day that he had replaced uh, Inraj's coffee with caffeinated coffee. So <laughs> maybe that's what Not it was. Surprising. It could be that easy of an explanation, but yeah. So Cap Gasp, no, that's that's not next. I can't read. Garrett AJ at EA the new art. Yeah, that's on Reddit was around there again. So now he got added to the sidebar so you can find his stuff pretty easy. I know some people were asking us last week after the episode. It's really hard to guess at a username just off what's said in audio. So Garrett AJ Garrett with one T underscore AJ underscore at AT, not the symbol underscore ea i just told you that but it doesn't really matter because he's now on the sidebar of the about time the reddit so cool you can go find everything we talked about last week there now if you didn't see it before and you can see the new stuff because there were some posts about uh these new pictures for the devs on the sidebar that they were implemented that were made by, I believe, Mascart and Fleetwood on in paint, and they are amazing. And they're not just a picture. If you hover over them, the picture changes, and it's amazing. So a lot of funny comments from Garrett on there, a lot of funny par- comments from pretty much everyone. So if you go check out those posts from last week, if you check out the top posts from last week, they're on there, and I uh, I crack up. So, I think I figured out what the weird sound is, guys. 
Let me try something and you tell me if it's gone away. Um, all right, that should be better because that wasn't on the other one. So hopefully we'll next week say. we'll have all these technical difficulties sorted out and uh, yeah, all that good stuff. I think we'll be all right. I think we're doing all right. We're good. Yep. Everything's everything's good. Did did we explain the entire situation of what we're doing now? Uh, did we explain anything? <laughs> That's true. no, maybe not. So we're Wait, obviously we're broadcasting ahead. live on YouTube, so you can actually listen to us live. Join our Discord, and we'll post the links there so that you can find it. We'll have another announcement next week about something else we're adding to the podcast. However, as for now, you'll be able to go to YouTube, listen to it live. You'll be able to go back and watch the video of us live chatting away, drinking, you know, Angry Orchard and our scotch, which is very delicious, by the way. Um, however... We'll, it's not going to change anything on the podcast. We're going to keep doing the podcast, producing it the same way. Dan's going to keep vaping. Nothing is going to change <laughs> other than the fact that we're live on YouTube. So check out our Discord channel, and we will be able to notify you of when we are actually recording, and you can get it before anyone else. Good call. Cool. You explained it well. I have nothing to add. Perfect. So, back to it. Now that we're kind of back on the rails. Garrett EA AJSA. Yo. That's that guy. <laughs> that's done. That guy. Hidden Spring 84. New players seem to be doubt. This is awesome. When I was a new player, obviously the game was brand new, so this would have never happened, but this is interesting. New players seem to be downloading the game and starting it and find themselves linked to other players' accounts. <laughs> huh. So one player that had written on Reddit said that they started an alt, and when they logged in, they were logged into some other player's level 85 account. That is bizarre. Savely. Bizarre and could lead to some very bad situations. If somebody logs in on my account, and, you know, I'm going to edit is- myself, but blanks with my shit i'm gonna be super pissed like don't mess that's what i'm saying leave me alone so (laughs) hidden spring said that they wanted the info information on his account and what happened so they could figure out what happened but uh they're looking into it but i wanted to uh think about this for a second right so i Imagine someone getting into your account and messing up things while they didn't know what they were doing. Dude, if I woke up tomorrow and only... I've got 35 Zetas right now. If I woke up in the morning and only had 15, I would be ready to kick some serious ass. I would be so upset. But you would have one badass Luminara. That is probably true. (laughs) That Um, would be... Chewy. According to uh, Sparrow in our live chat chat live chat chat sure mm-hmm. uh that live chat this chat. is apparently only an issue on android so if you're an apple user as usual you're fine carry on apple people but if you're Ooh. not an apple user and you go with the other guys 
<laughs> you could be having issues. We can't we can't uh, pick sides on that. People are going to go nuts. We're, we're not picking. My alt account is an Android. Oh. I'm just saying that. I'm not picking sides. I'm I'm just stating that there's Apple and something else. No one said anything bad, so just calm down, people. <laughs> but yeah, nightmare scenario right there. Thankfully, hopefully that will never happen to either of us. Touche. Okay, but if I log into my B account oh. and I'm suddenly on Sparrow's account, or uh, you know, Mythos, I'm gonna. Chewie's getting that Zeta. Tol- Pay that man his Zeta. Uh, understandable. <laughs> you know what's weird? So in our Discord chat, uh, I think it was last week maybe, somebody sent me something. They were like, is this you in Galactic War? And it was somebody with a username Windkiller rather than Windkiller Inc. Like, I'm kind of starting to wonder, do, do I have someone that's actually copying my name? If so, I'm kind of flattered. If not, I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> Apparently, they're still in the building phase because they haven't become an incorporated company yet. So, ah, I understand. I'm changing my B account name to uh, Windkiller LLC. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It's going to be awesome. You totally should. Right now, it's Goodnight Punk Light. <laughs> Not bad. Cap Gasp. He let everyone know Wicket was not a legendary event, but a marquee who you get three stars like the other two Ewoks. So Cool. Before things started going wild and getting crazy with the ideas that you were going to need all these Ewoks to unlock Wicket in a legendary event, he shut that down pretty quick, and that was very nice. So, pretty excited about that. Other things. Talked a lot about AI and how dumb and predictable AI makes the game fun, but smart and unpredictable would make things frustrating and not fun. So, If I had the uh, train drop to for like off the rails, this is where I would be playing it because we're about to go down a whole other path, I have a feeling. Do you, Are you agree? taking us there? Are you, I'm ready do you to agree go. or disagree with that statement? I think that both sides will have merit. Because the way he explained it makes sense. But it's not something... I There's two sides. So first side, right? I think it would make Arena very unpredictable, and you couldn't... I think it would be more fun not knowing what was going to happen, who you fought, not yeah. picking one person because, you know, you know you can beat them. You just pick one that looks like the best option, you know. The other side is you fight these people at the top all the time, right? So you know what their team is. When you start gearing someone up, you're doing it right now for a specific purpose against those teams, right? If the AI was smart and unpredictable, gearing up those people might not do anything to help you, you know what I mean? So since it's dumb right now, it's easy to decide what you're going to do to counter these teams because you know once you get that guy geared and you fight them again, if the meta's still there and they're still there, then you know that your guy's going to do what you want to do. But 
if it's smart and unpredictable, you don't know that that's ever going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to both sides. I could play one or the other. But from what he said, it's, I guess it makes sense not to change it, you know? What about you? I'm trying to figure out exactly how I feel, but it's kind of one of those things, like, in some situations, I think it would be better if it was a little bit more intelligent. However, with the way it is, I mean, it's pretty predictable, but I don't necessarily think that makes it fun. I mean, I kind of know what's going to happen next, and I don't know that that's a good thing. I think it would be more interesting if it was uh, had a little bit more randomness to it and was maybe a little bit more likely to do what an actual player would do. Yeah. Now, I that, do think that's, this that's is good for Galactic part. War. Like, I think this definitely helps people in Galactic War, no question. But mm-hmm. I would like to see better AI. Makes sense. I'm with you there. They could find a if they could find the nice honey spot right in the middle, that'd be nice. Yep, for sure. So we got one last thing we want to talk about. Cool. And that's Ewoks. So let's talk about those last two Ewoks. I have a question. I have hopefully an answer. So we're doing this live stream thing. Can you bring up Swagaga on the live stream? Bro, you just wait. Oh. Well, I could. Are they even in there? I don't know. Oh, they are. They just don't have pictures. All right. Get ready. It's coming at you. Cool. This is exciting. I know, isn't it? And bam, there they are. Along with all the ads. <laughs> Yay, ads. So much money. <laughs> all states getting their money worth. All right. Who are we starting with? Well, why don't we start with Paplu? He's the first one we're getting, so why not? Sounds like a plan. I am trying to pull it up. And we have Paplu. So, once you start, Paplu, if you don't already know, it's a resourceful Ewok tank with assist and buff synergies. He has 9,502 power with 108 speed, 26,000, roughly 500 health. Will. And that's that's a pretty decent number for a tank, I'd say. Secondly, let's see what his protection is because protection's always important. Twenty eight thousand eight hundred protection, not bad, especially when you start slapping some uh, new extra mods on there. For his abilities, his basic is vigilant strike, deal physical damage, and dispel all buffs from target enemy. Paplu gains defense up for two turns. If an Ewok ally calls Paplu to assist, they also gain defense up for two turns. More of those assists, like we were talking about last week, when they uh, reworked the other Ewoks, more assists. More assist synergy all over the place. Yep. 
Um, he also can create a diversion by dealing physical damage to a target enemy, inflicting speed down for two turns, and Pablo gains taunt for two turns. So, not not too shabby. So, not only is the Ewok tank, they finally have a way too slow. So yes. that's good. And that's on a three-turn cooldown. Not good if you're facing Kenobi, but that's beside the point. Well, let me go back to Vigilant Strike, the basic, right? Look at that damage number. Yeah, okay, so that is something we should talk about. <laughs> that damage number is pathetic as hell. Like That is now the lowest damage range for a basic in the game. 1215 to 1341. Pathetic. Ruth. Yeah, yeah Ruth. so bad. It's one of those things that you're if you're using it, you're basically using it for defense up. Yeah, it's basically uh he's basically a Barris tank. So yeah. There's that. Uh, but he does have a to me it seems like he's gonna be taunting all the time. Which could be bad in raids, but we'll see. Because after you talk about Galvanize, his special, we can talk about his unique. You're talking about the one with a four-turn cooldown? Well, it dispels all debuffs from Paplu and a targeted other ally. If the target other ally is an Ewok, they are called to assist and they gain 10% turn meter. Not bad. Not great. More turn meter, more uh, assists. These assists are everywhere, man. It's crazy. Yep. So, but they don't hit harder because this would be ridiculous. Dispelling debuffs. And I guess from that's why a, they don't hit hard. I don't know. Dispelling debuffs from a target ally just seems kind of worthless. I mean, it's not one of those things that I feel like would be used very often. His unique is don't hold back. Whenever Paplu gains a status effect, he removes five. Sorry, not removes. He recovers 5% health and protection. Whenever Paplu gains stealth, he dispels stealth and then gains taunt for two turns. Paplu also has 25% increase in speed whenever he does not have taunt active. I think you changed that ability three times. I read it <laughs> a little bit reading. different than it's worded because I think I'm a little bit more clear. The Zeta only adds the whenever Papalu gains status effect, he recovers 5% protection part. Makes sense. Um, my thoughts about the taunt was, I guess it only works under a Tebow lead because the every time he gets stealth, he'll gain taunt for two turns. And there's a 50% chance at the beginning of his turn under Tebow to gain stealth every time. So there's a pretty good chance that this dude's going to be taunting all the time under Tebow. You know what I mean? That is totally true. So, in a raid, you're probably not going to use a Tebow lead. I I guess we'll see, but that <laughs> Paplu would be gone. Not quick, because he's got a lot of health and protection, but if he's taunting the whole time, he'll be the first one gone for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. It'll be interesting. He does have interesting abilities, but I think for the most part, he's a 
taunt all the time dude under a Tebow with a lot of health and protection. So what's the total over 50? So like 54,000 effective health power before mods? Yeah, really somewhere around there. Yeah. Good, not great. Yeah. yeah. Better than the tank that the Ewoks had before. Yep. But that 25% so. increase when he's not taunting. So basically from the battle, he's going to be 25% faster. So he'll be pretty easy to make fairly fast and get him taunting nice and early. So that could be used to your advantage. Yep, for sure. Let's see, any other crazy things about his stat? He does have a very high potency number, which is awesome What's since he doesn't. Number? 40% base. That's higher than most most people. Problem is he doesn't do any debuffs. Speed down. That's it. Does he do, oh, he does do the speed down. So that's pretty good for the speed down for sure then. Yeah, that's about all it's used for. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Little underwhelming in my opinion. What about yeah. low gray? Well, let's see here. Low gray. He is a Where support at, character gray? who dazes enemies and grants Ewok allies many, many buffs. I added the second many. Uh, they <laughs> only had one listed. It felt necessary. So. I'll go ahead and run through his abilities real quick. Mystical Strike. Do it. Deal physical damage, target enemy, and gain tenacity up for two turns. If an Ewok ally calls Lugray to assist, they also gain tenacity up for two turns. That's his basic 3,800 to 4,200 damage, roughly. Hypnotize, which is on a three-turn cooldown. Dispel all buffs and remove 100% terminator from enemy target. Inflict days on all enemies for two turns. This attack can't be evaded. I, I love this. I heard amazing. somewhere that the days could possibly not land, but the, In the yeah. So it's similar to R two, basically. I believe so. So, so potency's going to be fairly important on the guy, but dude, this is awesome. So you get to remove. 100% turn meter from a target, and you inflict days on all enemies. That sounds insanely useful, especially against, like, a Rex lead or um, Kenobi teams that usually end up, you know, countering a lot. Yeah, any of those teams that gain extra turn meter randomly, like a definitely a Rex lead. So... Does that mean that this guy, you'll want this guy to fight against Rex Lee's as opposed to other Rex lead counters? Uh, Probably still want a Darth Nihilus lead instead of Ewoks, but yes, they can work. Yep, that is true, uh, but I think they'll be fairly effective at least. But you can also uh, think about this as far as raids go, right? So okay. think about the Rancor, and you got Tebow lead. He can already do 100%. You have Hypnotize on Low Gray. That does another 100%. Be interesting to see if there is a team that can be built to solo the Rancor with these Ewoks. Wouldn't surprise I, me not one bit. 
Not to mention you get a bunch of turn meter from Miwok Elder. Yep. So it will be interesting. I think they'll be a good raid team. I don't think they'll be that good in Arena. Um, if you haven't already watched some of the videos from the Game Changers, check it out. Um, McMole is, you know, kind of, we'll say not too crazy <laughs> about them in Arena. Um, yeah. yeah. I will say this. So, the videos that I saw, they did beat both the meta teams they went up against. Barely. But they beat them. So there's a chance they can be decent on offense. It took forever. Some of those arena battles lasted till there was less than two minutes left. But uh, uh, their defense is probably not going to be good at all. Especially if someone runs a mall, a mall lead against this team on defense would just wreck them. Yeah. Put days on a, a Ewok team and they're Worthless. effectively useless. Yep. Totally agree. So. And they don't have a mass cleanser either. Well, no way. Yeah, they do elder elder cleanses. Yeah. Uh, and then they got the two-person cleanse from Paplu now. Yeah. So, anyway. They got some decent abilities there. His next special is Prophetic Visions with a four-turn four cooldown. All allies gain 20% turn meter. Ewok allies gain foresight, advantage, and offense up for two turns. That's actually kind of interesting. So, especially with the Ewoks, if everybody gained the offense up, foresight, and advantage, I think he would be one of the best characters in the game, maybe. But the 20% turn meter for everyone is pretty damn useful, too. Uh, especially if you got a few Ewoks. What do you think? This Yeah, this whole thing is pretty awesome. I mean, if like we said, if we looked at the Game Changers videos... With this, there's always a, just a crap ton of buffs on these guys now. And especially this guy's using this ability. And uh, I've seen a few times in the videos where he would do this and then Chirp would, would use his uh, kind of like his 212th attack where he calls in yeah. everyone to do damage and just wreck someone. Even with their low damage, if you give them offense up and advantage they're able to do some damage so it's very cool if you can get this to line up with his with that attack it works out really well so still there wink i am <laughs> you looked frozen i was like oh crap well it's probably my shitty internet or i was checking i was looking at discord on my phone but you know, we know how my internet is, so there is no telling what could possibly happen. That's why I was worried. Yeah. Because you were like... Oh, well, that's probably the problem. Anyway, we'll go into Shaman's Insight. Whenever an Ewok ally scores a critical hit, Low Gray gains 5% turn meter. While Low Gray is active, whenever an Ewok ally scores a critical hit, that ally gains health up for two turns... And then all Ewok allies uh, with health up recover 10% health. Adorable. They are just lovely helping each other creatures. Uh, his Lots of turn meter gain between these guys. And so, that last ability is a Zeta. So 
The Zeta is the when Logre is active, whenever an Ewok ally scores critical hit, that ally gains the health up for two turns, and then all Ewok, uh, all Ewok Ewaks. allies. That's what. Ewaks. That's their new name. Yeah, they're e- Ewak. Yeah, <laughs> they got reworked, but they're still Ewak. Uh, the recovering ten percent health. That is all part of the Zeta. Probably not worth it, in my opinion. But probably necessary if you're going to make the damn Ewoks work. If you're going to turn them from Ewoks into Ewoks. Oh, perfect. Well done. Ewoks, the Ewoks, and the Ewoks. We'll see which one really comes to fruition. Uh, Probably none of them, but that's all right. Yeah, we'll see. What's his stats look like? His, His... his health's not too bad. His health and protection together there. So his health and protection are just under 40,000. Not a lot under, but a little... Well, my God, I can't do math. Just over 40,000. Just 000. over. Good grief. No. Yeah, just over 40,000 total health. Uh, 17.7 health and 22.5 on the protection. He also has 10% health seal, 31% tenacity, and his speed, which is usually pretty crucial, is 127 with 43% potency. 43? Holy crap. 43. Am I wrong in thinking that, like, before the average base stats for potency that were good were, like, mid-30s? Yeah, I feel like the... uh, what is the base standard for potency and tenacity has gone up, making the newer char- characters either more potent or more. I, I want to say tenacity, but I'm going to go with the resistant. There you go. Tenacity. Surely that's more word somewhere, right? right. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Well, there is one final character. Do you know what his name is? Uh, Do you know what his name is? Come on. Wicket? Wicket. Good grief. Wicket. Damn it, Dan. Okay. God, I haven't (laughs) got to say that in a long time. I've started saying that more often. So Charles was wrong. Charles? Who else? Charles. Charles the Ewok. He usually stays home. He wears glasses. He likes to read. <laughs> I facepalmed for you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. I'm starting to look like Santa in here. We're getting the rosy cheeks. That's not too surprising. Well, <laughs> is... Uh, God bless. What is his name? Wicket... He is not on Swagger yet. He's not. Because he is not in the game. However, I have a basic list of his abilities that I'm going to run through super quickly. And so we can talk about them. Let's do it. basic ability is Inquisitive Jab. Deal physical damage, target enemy, gain crit chance up for two turns. Anyone uh, who... Anyone who assists Wicket basically gains crit chance up for two turns. 
Does that mean anyone that uh, assists him gets Chris Chance? I okay. kind of like Paplu's ability, where anyone that assists him gets defense. I have been drinking. I am not reading this incorrectly. It's phrased weird. Oh, I know. When I read it this morning, it was okay. So weird. we're on the same page. Special yeah. one is force ambush, deal physical damage to all enemies. The Ewok allies gain 10% turn meter for each critical hit on a three-turn cooldown. Special two, gorilla strike, deal physical damage, and call a target ally to assist. If the target ally is an Ewok or an Ewak or an Ework, whatever you want to call it, they both get stealth and crit damage up for two turns. The cooldown is two question marks. The unique... Furtive tactics. Fur. Furtive. Is that like? Is that a pun? Is that a pun name? I it. I assume so. It has to be. That if that's a pun name, that's the best thing ever. It's pretty good. And what's even better is that Wicket gains ten percent crit damage for each living Ewok ally and stealth ally. So essentially. He can gain 100% crit damage if all allies are Ewoks and they are all stealthed. Oh, God, that's a mouthful. At the end of each (laughs) turn, Wicket has a 50% chance to take another turn. And if he took an extra turn, the chance of the following turn is reduced to 10% chance. So there will be a point. I hope to God we get the video of him going forever. Wouldn't that be sick? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's... I think. Definitely possible. Like, yeah. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Watch watch Wicket go, like, six times. For sure. That would be... I think the coolest thing, if hell. you watch all these uh, Game Changer videos, the animations on his three abilities are awesome. Like, so... His AOE calls down a bunch of uh, spears and arrows around the people on the other team. Yep. That one looks sick. And then his second special, he slings like a rock or a knife or something at whoever he's targeting and then calls an assist. That is super awesome. Also looks really cool. All three of the new Ewoks, they they have really cool looking abilities. Like they're going to be fun to watch just, you know, because why not? Yeah, exactly. I have a feeling that I will farm them once they become free-to-play. I don't know that I'm going to work too terribly hard to get them before then. There is one thing that I didn't cover, and that is Wicket's Zeta. And that is whenever Wicket scores a critical hit, all Ewok allies gain 4% health and 4% protection. Kind of an odd number, but go with it. Which (laughs) is not too bad. Uh, it'll definitely make a difference if you're running the full Ewok team. You will definitely want Wicket scoring critical hits. Whatever in the hell you have to do to make him score critical hits, do it. Yeah. Makes sense. There's a lot of crit chance needed for a lot of these guys. For sure. So, we're looking for that. I think Elon's uh, son... Or one of his kids sitting on his keyboard. There's a possibility. <laughs> or he's just going crazy. That's That wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah, that might be happening too. Yeah. 
Well, Ewoks, they're a thing, and there's plenty of them. Hold oh, on. I think one thing that should be mentioned about Wicket, uh, Jesse said last week that they, one of the three new Ewoks he believed was going to have a leader ability. Ah, uh, yes. That is not a thing. There's only going to be Tebow and Chirpa. So uh, he said on Twitter that Wicket's unique is so awesome he thought it was leader ability. And it kind of works in a way that, kind of like in the way that Veers does for Imperial Troopers, where he doesn't have to be the leader to give them extra stuff. So I can kind of see that, but there are only two leaders to choose from. Yep. And from what I'm looking at, for, I don't know, it seems like to me, Tebow might be the best in the Rancor and Chirpa then in Tank. That's what I'm I kind of think it's either uh, Tebow with Paplu or Chirpa with uh, the... The hell's the other one? Logray. Logray? I think I got that right. The one that has the stealth tanking and all that crap should go with Tebow and the other one go with Chirpa. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Seems pretty solid. I'm excited. Wicket actually looks like he's gonna be a really good character. Um, I don't know how far. I like far him, man. He looks he looks awesome. Yeah, we'll we'll see. What is your overall impression? Are they Ewok or God bless? No, are they <laughs> are they Ewak or are they Ewerks? I think they're Ewaks. I am with you. I think they're Ewaks at the moment. We will see. Ewaks. But like someone pointed. <laughs> Someone pointed out on our uh, Discord for the guild that a lot of characters recently have looked bad at first impression from their reworks or That's when they were point. implemented. Yeah, that have actually been pretty decent. That's a so good point. I think the real, I think the real. Uh, let, here's my breakdown. I don't think they're going to be good in arena, but I do think that people are going to find a way to work those seven Ewoks into a team that is good in both Rancor and in H, H- Heroic AAT. Yep. So, I think I agree with you. For sure. I think they'll have their place, and I think some people might try them in the Rancor or in Arena just because they got them up for the raids, but certainly doesn't make them Arena viable yeah. like my clones were for in Arena for a while, but they just kind of hung out. So Yeah. Forget the CLs. <laughs> That's a terrible uh, shortening. <laughs> I'm going with it. I ain't saying it. Not gonna happen. Right? Like if I called you we. Mm. Or you called me da. <laughs> no. No. We're good. Good job, da. What's up, we? That's what I mean. It's terrible. It makes you sound like a terrible person. So... Like a baby that can't pronounce all the vowels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the consonants. Da da. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Oh God. Do you got anything else you want to throw out there? I, I think the last thing I want to say is that live streams are a thing now, and other than that, we also have another big announcement to come this week. So if people are. Listening yep. here and hear that, pay attention because stuff is going down. Yep, for sure. Uh, pay attention to our Discord because we'll be announcing something. And 
Hopefully y'all find it interesting and we'll go from there. For sure. So appreciate you all hanging out with us, listening to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And for those joining the live stream, we appreciate you too. And just so we're clear, if you- this will be on YouTube. Our live stream is on YouTube and the video will stay on YouTube. So we are, this is also a way for us to simplify the distribution process of getting the podcast out there and actually getting it on YouTube because before it was a total pain in the ass to get it on YouTube. And that's why I was kind of slacking. So I'm hoping that with this whole live thing, all episodes from here on in will be posted on YouTube without further complications. Yep, that makes perfect sense. Cool. So you can find us on Twitter at the Shattered. No, that's wrong. At Shattered. Watched it. Take two. You can find us on Twitter at Shattered Order. And we have a Discord. So if you find us on Twitter at Shattered Order, there is a never ending invite to our Discord in our yes, bio. Yes, there is. So please come click it and come hang out with us. We have a lot of fun in there. A lot of cool people from guilds all over the world, everywhere, and just hang out, talk about the game, make fun of each other, enjoy friendship. We love friendship. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. All right, guys. This we appreciate you hanging out with us. We enjoy that bottle from the ocean. Yes. My lovely <laughs> bottle. Alright guys, y'all have a fantastic week and we will see you next week. Later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming and may the force be with you.